0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you lovely soul and very beautiful blessing. I'm so grateful for your energetic presence in my life. You are a gift. You are exquisite. You are a beauty and God sees you as astonishing. I love the quote. If you could see yourself as God sees you, you would be astonished by your beauty. Can you believe that? Can you receive that? Can you open your mind and heart to allow that to imbue you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? If you can, I suspect you're living a pretty bountiful, blessed, and blissed out life. But I kind of sense that the majority of the people on the planet are not having that human experience right now. You know, it was interesting. I read something the other day about what people want the most, what people want the most. And I, I was actually really surprised. It wasn't necessarily the relationship of their dreams or, um, the career, their dreams, or the pur- a purpose. It was actually more stuff. The homes, the cars, the more, they wanted to manifest more stuff. And I had some kids over at my house the other day, it was Halloween, and um, I asked what they really wanted. I was a fairy godmother and I was bestowing um, blessings. And one of the little kids is like, I want more stuff. And I think that's natural. I think it is natural to want more stuff. So if if we want more stuff, if we're clear, And even if it's, we're clear that we want a relationship or purpose, why is it so challenging? Why is manifesting so hard? And it used to be for me, I used to really, really struggle in manifesting um, enough money every month to pay my rent. I used to struggle in manifesting um, clear purpose. Uh, I, I was extremely challenged Uh, in the realms of prosperity and money, although it was clear I wanted it, why was it so hard to manifest it? And I think sometimes it's because on a deep level, we don't believe we're worthy. There's a lot of negativity that goes on in our subconscious mind as um, we navigate through our lives and we're not even necessarily aware of the fact that it's there or why it's there. And so I think this is a really important conversation to have. And I would like to invite my producer, Remy, to participate in this because we were having a lovely, powerful conversation and empowering conversation earlier. And I thought this needs to happen so that we can share this information and content, his lessons and learnings, my lessons and learnings with the people that want to manifest a more joyful, prosperous fulfilling life for themselves. So Remy, I so appreciate you saying yes to having this conversation with me.
1: Well, we always have such great conversations, don't we, Tammy?
0: <laughs> uh, we really do. And I, I I don't know, how how long have we been doing this show together? Six years? Seven yeah, years? Good,
1: good six years now.
0: Yeah. and And I feel so blessed by your presence in my life. You're always this Well, not always. Well, yeah, always. (laughs) (laughs) This quiet presence of love. Not always quiet. Sometimes we talk. But you're always um, there. And I sense you being kind of like my angel just sending love and blessings as I have my conscious conversations with other guests or sometimes just yammering and pontificating alone. You're always there as this quiet presence. But always so wise and so much to contribute. And today I really wanted to invite you to be part of this conversation because I think you have so much value. To offer. Well, thank you. um,
1: Yeah, it's always nice to perspective. It's always nice to to hear that from somebody else because it's true. We're we're not always so kind to ourselves, are we?
0: I definitely struggled a lot with that in my Mm -hmm. younger years, and. I do believe, I had this conversation with a friend of mine yesterday, we're social beings and we really do need mirrors to reflect us back to ourselves. And if we don't love ourselves, we stand in front of the mirrors that maybe reflect what is not good, what is not lovely about ourselves. But as we know and claim and open our mind to the possibility that we are worthy, that we are loved, we don't stand in front of those mirrors and argue with them anymore.
1: Right. And it's important to have friends and family and coworkers and loving people in our lives that provide that for us. But it's something that we can do ourselves, too. Some, one of the most powerful things I've ever seen is, is parents who force their children to stand in front of the mirror and say positive things about themselves every day. You know, like what It's a, a
0: hard thing to do. But what a it?
1: beautiful exercise in teaching at a young age the power of that positive, loving, you know, just think about all the great things that, that you are and, and say them to yourselves over and over again. And if you get in that kind of a habit at a Especially young age, you. oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Your life is going to reflect that back yeah. to you. And I, I wasn't taught that. I don't know if nope. you were taught that. No, nope. I, don't know if our listeners I, were I came that. from,
1: from mm-hmm. good loving parents that always told me that they loved me, but never anything as powerful as an exercise like that. And, you
0: know, that's something that I actually recommended to a client of mine about a, I don't know, it was a month and a half, two months ago. Mm -hmm. And I said, you need to do mirror work. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what is that? And I said, just go to the mirror and say the things that you wished you'd heard as a kid, or you wish somebody would say to you now, because she was struggling in her relationship with her husband and he wasn't, you know, giving her the accolades and the positive, um, the prizing that she wanted Mm -hmm. here. And I said, well, don't wait for him to go do it, do it for yourself. And she hemmed and she hawed and she was a lot of resistance. And I get it because it can be uncomfortable and kind of strange. I said, we're going to do it right now. She's like, (laughs) Oh my God. She was just (laughs) dying. But I just grabbed her by the hand, walked into a room, had a big mirror. And I said, now, what is it this girl needs to hear? What is it this girl wants to hear? And she immediately started to cry, Mm -hmm. but she was very brave And again, it does take courage to do this work. And she said, you know what? You're doing really well. You're good. You're kind. You're beautiful. And it was hard, but she did it. And Mm -hmm. I told her I wanted her to do it every day. Within two weeks, she came back and she said, I'm doing it. It's easier. It's getting less weird. Yeah. And I'm starting to believe myself.
1: Everything is hard when you first try it, you know, so who picks up a guitar and is just like a virtuoso? <laughs> Nobody. A really no, it's like you have to practice things, you know, it is. It is and it's practice. like anything. It's a, it's it a, it's a practice. practice. You have to practice writing. You have to practice loving yourself. Because it's you not know easy. You and make it, a
0: good point. It takes a long time to make things look effortless. Yeah. When people say, oh, your life yeah. looks effortless. <laughs> it actually kind of is at this point, but it's taken a long time to reprogram those negative thoughts and beliefs to become positive thoughts and yeah. beliefs.
1: It's easy Here's when it you're go. looking at the results of all that hard work. You know, like, oh, yeah, wow, look at it you. the winds way back now. Sort right. Of
0: imagine um, in my mind's eye, you know, a surfer wanting to go out in the ocean and surf. And sometimes we have to go against the current for a long time Mm -hmm. to get out and get ready for that wave. And I worked really hard to get out pretty far. And then, I okay, (laughs) I've worked hard enough. I'm going to relax now and wait for that wave to come. But, you know, surfing isn't that much fun when we're at the shore. (laughs) Right. It's like, it took some work getting out there. And then it sort of, um, to me, it felt like, eating when I'm really hungry, mm-hmm. drinking when I'm really thirsty. It's like I worked really hard, and now it's like I'm really ready for this life of more grace, the wind at my back I'm riding the wave, that co-creative experience. And um, it is an incredible blessing, but it does take some work. And we were talking about this earlier, Remy, about another conversation you'd had in regards to manifesting and how we have to get rid of the negative to make space for the positive. Can you talk a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, because, you know, when we talk about manifesting our desires and we talk about, you know, just the the idea of of manifesting, um, if your thoughts are negative, that that's going to come so much easier. It's easier to manifest the negative in your life than it is the positive. You have to do the work first. It's not, you know, yes. this is, it's not some magical switch that you can flip or button that you can push that says, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to manifest a million dollars and that's just going to happen. Yeah. If that's your goal, like think about it and, and manifest it every day and, and meditate on it and, and things like that. But it's, it, you know, it doesn't just happen like, like a magical rainbow, you know, with a no, pot of gold at you know, the end and of
0: it. It would be great if we could say something once and manifest it. Right. It'd be great if we could work out once and have this really tight-toned Olympic right. athletic body. Wouldn't it be nice if we took one guitar lesson and, and could play the guitar? Well,
1: some people are natural talents and they're going to pick it up easier. Or, I think it's about finding out and really understanding what your talents are. I think
0: think that that's true. And another thought that's dropping into my awareness, we manifest what we think about the most. Right. So if your thoughts are weighted more towards the negative than the positive, even if if you are thinking of positive things and affirmations, it is, it's about creating that that habit so you want that scale to tip over mm-hmm. to more positive than negative
1: absolutely because and then it you'll seems see like... the negatives heaping on top easily yes. you know it's yeah, very that's easy, to easy to get do. that
0: and again this is a very mm, fear-based planet there is a lot of negativity oh, yeah. you turn on the television if you watch the news you know it's it's negative it's easy to to start buying into it because it's so prevalent in this reality mm. But there's a truer truth above this reality that is not negative, but very, very positive. And my intention has been to, to um, hook more into that and experience more of that. And I really think once we start that tipping point, like the fulcrum of the teeter-totter or the scales, when we start flipping over to like the 51% positive, yeah, then it becomes easier to start becoming more positive because we're starting to see the reflection in the mirror of our lives that are Substantiating that this work works.
1: It's when you can start seeing the results, you know, the hardest part about um, Gym memberships right? They always say the, the the stat always is in January, they sell all kinds of gym memberships and all these people with the, the best of intentions. And it's a new year. It's going to be a new me. I'm going to go out Resolution. there. I'm going to get healthy. And what happens after one month, they stop coming. They don't renew because you don't yeah. see the results right away when it comes to something like that. when when, so when you're cool. working out, you need to put in three, four months before you start really seeing results and stuff. Easy. And even and then, even after you've seen results and you've seen how good it can make you feel and your body feels great and you look a lot good, of people drop
0: off right then. They
1: still drop off because it's hard to keep that going because you haven't quite established it as a habit yet.
0: That habit, It's a lifestyle. All that's right? why I say diets yeah. don't work. No. Because deprivation doesn't work. No We've got to find a way of being that works, that's supportive, that is, that is um, compatible yeah with ourselves and um you bring up such a great point i think that um you know faith is really easy when life is good and working well faith <laughs> is not so easy when um it's dark and yeah. things look bleak and we've got a lot of negativity in our life but i think there was a period of time that most of us or maybe all of us have to go through as spiritual seekers and hopefully finders is that um that dark night of the soul where we have to really dig deep and find our faith, despite any and all evidence to the contrary that it, that goodness and love doesn't exist.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and and in today's tumultuous society with uh, so much, anger and fear and and things going on and just you know there's it's almost like you're on one side of the fence or the other and and this person makes me mad and that person man i have no control over this and i have no control over mm-hmm. that you really we we need to just like kind of step back and take a take a second to relax and say okay there's there's a lot out there that we can't control but what can we control we can control and that's a,
0: that's a terrible thoughts. place to be it, it, an oh, it's awful feeling to feel it's like um, helpless i'm at effect Of this world. Right. And I'm not in control. And you bring up such a good point. It's like all we can control Mm -hmm. is our side of the road. Yeah. All we can do is take responsibility for ourselves. This is something they talked a lot about in school when I was there. That whole quote, I'm upset because Mm. dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. And anytime you say that, you're actually giving away your power.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: The upset resides within. How do we take responsibility for that. How do we bring love and compassion to that place of upset? How can we listen deeper to what that is? How can we heal that and then become the change we want to see in the world? Because we're never going to have the power over, you know, politics and the landscape and Mm -hmm. the things that happen. Things are always going to happen that, you know, aren't your preference on planet
1: earth. Sure. But Uh, just take a, take a drive in rush hour traffic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's really not that pleasant for most people. No, exactly. But But if we can make peace with what is, if we can like turn on empower radio or listen to some music that we really love, can you find peace in this place? Can you relax into the place of love? Despite the evidence to the contrary, (laughs) that that, that life on planet earth is not good. Um, If you can, Eventually, it's going to turn the tides in a more positive, uplifting, comfortable, joyful direction.
1: Absolutely. I believe it 100%. You know, you you can't control everything that's going on around you, but you can always control your attitude. You can always control your temperament about a situation. You can always control your emotions if you think about it. If you, you Well, know. And
0: it's funny because there have been times I was like, I cannot control the fact that I am raging mad right now. And then it's been okay, so what do I want to do with that? And I found there are certain practices that can really help. It's like, I'm I'm the Tasmanian devil of just anger right now. And that's not always a bad thing. You know, anger is part and parcel of the human experience. Those emotions are part and parcel. I found as I've painted my anger out or done freeform writing to get it out of my body, then it's sort of like a sneeze or a good cry. It's like I come back to a place of just I feel better, like a rain, and then the sun comes out again.
1: That's a great way to think about it, like a sneeze, (laughs) you know? A
0: sneeze. You know, it's funny. I had a a, a friend I was talking to yesterday who's been really struggling with a lot of depression, and then her boyfriend did something that she's very not happy about. She actually got really angry, and she goes, but I don't feel depressed. I said, anger is actually a higher vibration than depression. If you think of a swamp that's all gooey and bogged down, a big fire coming in that dries out the goo and the um, sludge, is actually, um, a better environment.
1: That makes sense. I hadn't thought
0: of it like that. That makes sense. And I know for me, as somebody who's struggled a lot with depression in my past, the anger was an important piece of the puzzle. It's not, it wasn't, um, the enemy. What Mm. what tends to be a problem is if we rage for too long and we're not using that energy in a, a positive way and it, it needs to come up and out. Is there a, um, a healthy way to express it? You can dance it out. You can sing it out you can scream it out you can you know i like to paint and um draw pictures i've worked with like a bataka beating up a pillow and letting whatever was in there come up and out and often we don't even know what that is
1: it's right. so buried sure
0: that we don't know what it is but if we lend ourselves to the process and allow it to move through us so we can get underneath it and that is where healing happens
1: releasing it in a healthy as opposed to unhealthy way that's key
0: that's exactly right that is the key. Because I think sometimes when people are angry, they can either spew on other people or um, people have a tendency to either um, spew their anger outward or direct it inward. And for me, I was an inward directed person. My anger was directed towards myself. Yeah. So it was really important to get it up and out in a healthy, safe way. And then what I found underneath that was this um, sense of Deep hurt. You know, uh, my teachers would say, beneath anger is hurt, and beneath hurt is love. But as somebody who directed the anger inward, it was um, depression and then anger and then hurt and then love. So I was, you know, beating up a pillow one night. And I was really upset and angry. I'd seen my ex fiance on television talking about the new love of his life. And I had been with him for three years. And he, it was like I didn't even exist. I felt like some garbage. That placed out on, you know, recycling day and you know, nobody remembered me and nobody cared. But as I looked at that, and that was, that was the hurt that was beneath my anger. Nobody loved me, nobody remembered me, nobody cared. And as I followed that line of energy back further, I felt that about my dad, because my parents had gotten divorced. And if I followed that energy back further, it was because I felt that way about God. He didn't remember me, he didn't care about me, he didn't love me. That was my core wounding. And I think if any of us go down into our subconscious mind deep enough, it, it it can come down to that I'm not lovable, I'm not loved, I'm not important, I'm not worthy. If we can get to that, then we can start to apply that love and compassion, we can start to meditate and relax and receive the blessings God has for us. Um, wow. That is when we really clear off that negative stuff, when we get that um, really um, toxic, um, negative manifesting content off of our plate
1: and yeah.
0: wow, how liberating that is.
1: And this is available to, to every single person on the planet, no matter how to you've go been hurt. And look yeah. at this and do the work. No matter what has happened to you, no matter what your story is, no matter how bad it was, or, you know, if you can uncover all of that and get to that, that bare bones, truth,
0: that bare bones, truth, And the other thing is to be able to forgive ourselves yeah. and others. You know, I've had people say, I really want to get to where you are, but I'm simply not willing. To forgive my ex or whatever. And And I I said, well, then you're just going to get more of what you got. And how's that working for you?
1: And that can take time too. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's a correct moment or, you or you have to get past some things yourself before you're ready to, to forgive or confront or whatever. You know, I think, uh, I'm dealing with a relationship right now where I've just kind of, I've pushed the relationship aside. I've basically started ignoring this person that's close mm-hmm. to me. Um, because, because the relationship for a long time has not been what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's more superficial mm-hmm. and just kind of surface. And so for right now, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm just taking a break to think about how I want to proceed.
0: And I think that's um, a responsible choice. Yeah. You know, a practice that I've used a lot and that I've talked about a lot is like, Just take that relationship and put it in the God box and say, God, you, you decide, you let me know yeah, because I know you want what's best for me. And in this moment, I don't know what that is, you know, Mm. and it's okay to identify preference. I wish this person would step up in a way that was more, you know, deeper and that was more loving, but you know better than I do God. So you decide. And I've found the quicker I put things in the God box, the quicker miracles and clarity occur.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want anger to come out. I don't want it to, to, I don't want to say anything that can't be taken back kind of thing or, Mm -hmm. you know, or corner somebody, you know, I don't want that confrontation right now. That's, that's what I know is that I don't want the confrontation right now. So for now I'm setting it aside and I think that's okay until.
0: And I think, you know, it, 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 I think that that sounds really good, but I think it's also important to consider. Do you not want the conf- confrontation because of love or because of fear? I mean, I don't like right. confrontation, and often it's because I'm in my fear about confrontation. But I, as you speak, I'm sensing that you are coming from a place of love. It's not that you're afraid of it. You just want to take a break and some breathing room and get some clarity and keep coming from love.
1: Right. I, and, and I feel like the confrontation has to happen. It's just how. I want it to happen. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: Well, and I think if you do have some anger or some hurt feelings to be able to process that again, write it out, draw it out, paint yeah. it out, journal it out, gestalt it out, and then get to that place of um, peace and clarity, you can have that confrontation. That I like the word carefrontation. <laughs> I like
1: that, yeah. Do you like that? I Isn't do that like better? that, yes. Because you're coming
0: more from love right. than againstness. Right. And I think everybody and everything in the universe responds more to care than judgment and love rather than fear or anger. But again, I think we need to have that relationship form within ourselves so that we can show up that way authentically in our relationships and in life.
1: 100%. No, that makes sense. It, you know, it, it... If somebody's doing something that you don't like and you confront them and you're like, You're not doing this and you know, they feel attacked, right? Yeah, I feel I feel attacked. I feel like you know, <laughs> where's that this coming from? Right.
0: It's that againstness, yeah. which confrontation can um, imply. Right. confrontation means like we're in relationship, we're on the same side and I love you and I care about you, even if you end up agreeing to disagree. There's still a respect there. Exactly. And I think it's so important to have that respect and care for ourselves so that we can have that again in our relationships and attract it in our lives. And that, I think, is how we manifest more positive in our lives rather than the negative as we reside in that place of knowing our value and loving ourselves and being kind to ourselves.
1: We always have the best conversations. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, Tammy.
0: (laughs) I think you're so lovely. And I do want to shout out to my friends that have been hanging out with us and listening to us. I hope some of this content is resonating for you and giving you food for thought as you continue to explore the truth of who you are, which is love, which is worthy, which is value, which is astonishing beauty. And again, the more you know this, believe this, as you clear out any thoughts to the contrary, the more you're going to manifest more positive things in your life, more blessings, more joy, more gifts, more bounty. I want that for you. You deserve it. You are worthy of it. And you are the child in whom God is well pleased. And we are so pleased that you have spent some time with us here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. Right, Remy?
1: Yes, we are.
0: (laughs) You are a blessing and a gift for us here at Empower. Thank you for being part of the energy that is Empower Radio. And just know that uh, we're extending blessings from our heart to yours of gratitude. I mean, the network is fun. It's fun to do this show, but it's more fun because you're listening. It's, it's fun because you're participating in the energy and rippling out this um, this experience of empowerment and love. And I hope we're all ascending together to this higher ground because you deserve heaven on earth. You deserve grace, ease, and great joy. So God bless you. Take good, gentle, loving care of yourself so that you can manifest more goodness and grace in your life. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.